Buzz. Do you still the police? Buzz. I'm trying. When you hear a lot of people talking at the same time, it kind of has a similar sound to a freaking beehive. Or maybe that's a metaphor I'm trying to make. What? We write songs for a living, but I don't, don't think this one works. He just rhymes. Work with words. That lazy guy. Listen to the hype. Welcome to the Words Podcast. <laughs> What's up, gang? Gang. We got blah, blah. B. We got B. Rizzle on the microphone. K. Dizzle, J. Schnizzle, <laughs> and Simply Leslie. <laughs> Mr. Simply Leslie. Mr. Simply. Senor Leslie. All right. My name's Eric. I'm Brady. <laughs> my name's Kalen. I'm Johnny Gore. Cool. So, um, right off the bat. Um, I had one of the most magical moments of my life happen last week, which was also probably one of the most stupid things that happened in my life last week. Buy my bought chemical a, romance tickets? Yes. Uh, oh, I thought you bought a grapefruit. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be equally. No, I uh, I bought awful. I bought my chemical romance tickets. Um, remember, if you listen Good to the Good for po- you, by the way. If you listen to podcast episodes in the past, Josh would ask a question like, hey, what's the number one musical artist you wish you could have seen live before their time was done? Yeah. And, the right answers went across the room, like yo, Jimi Hendrix, uh, the Beatles, the full, you know, the full unit, and then it got some, it gets to me, and I'm like, oh, my chemical romance, and then Josh <laughs> goes, really? <laughs> I think though, good impression. I th- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that question should be revisited more so in the sense of like, in our time frame. I, I, there's no way I could have seen the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, but if a band that was still living today was to reform, yeah, like, like Oasis. Again, you know, yeah, which, which is apparently happening. It's happening. They've been ta- <laughs> like both brothers have reached out to each other and talked about it, and they're one tweeted at the other or something like that to make it happen. Okay, so now I think that's the stupidest drama ever. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, it's yeah. always entertaining because they're hilarious. Yes, but it's so stupid. Always. But but I'm stoked about it. I really want them to get back. They're like they more. took a hundred and sixty million dollar deal and turned it into a whole like. Oh my god! This is how we're <laughs> this is how we're arguing right now, <laughs> and it had to do with 160 million dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're hilarious. But yeah. Noah Gallagher killed it the one time we saw. Oh, he did. Oh my with gosh, with AFI. So yeah. I imagine they're they. If he's awesome on his own, Oasis is going to be amazing. So I, I, hold on, real quick. I'm I find that hilarious that you said there he was with AFI. Okay, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> oh, I'm smashing, smashing pumpkin. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of AFI, but that was a smashing pumpkin show. <laughs> it was, and also it was, <laughs> it was probably the worst AFI show. Oh, I agree. That, that was so funny. Bad. I'm so glad I didn't go, and that wasn't my experience of seeing AFI live. Oh, dude, because oh, I've never seen been them bummed. live. No, it yeah, was. That's the only time I've seen them. Like mine too, and I. But I've heard dang. legends. Mid set, I, I looked at both all everyone. I went down the group literally. I was standing by Josh at first, and I was like, "Hey, man, so this is not a good representation." Oh, <laughs> and I knew that though. Just watching it, that's not a venue for them. No, it was like during the day. It was light outside. And the stadium was still for, filling up. Yeah, people yeah. were still walking in. They were forever away from us. It was tough for them to engage the crowd. So was, I literally saw Sarah Silverman do stand up in that exact setting, <laughs> <laughs> at that exact place. But I bet that was better. No, it was way better because it was sure. stand up. Yeah. But I'm just imagining and the daytime Silverman. at that exact venue. I'm just sitting on the grass trying to watch and this. And they're just trying to just jam out. Oh it's like anytime, they were doing their best. It's like anytime we've done a Sleeping Giant show. Or something like that, and we were the opener, and it was clear that everyone knew not to come till eight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, but imagine it's like a you're touring with Smashing Pumpkins, and then that's your crowd. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would be weird. 
Um, it's funny to know it still happens. Oh, oh for yeah. sure. Especially Absolutely. when your your life career is your band. Right. And it's oh, it's sure. okay for that to happen to you. Mm-hmm. So um anyways, yeah, I bought these tickets. Good um, for you. It was insane. Um when I checked back online, just curious as to see what other tickets were costing, because I thought maybe it might the prices might have simmered down. A pit ticket was thirteen hundred dollars. Oh my god. That's so crazy. So do y'all know why the prices got so insane? Because Ticketmasters, like, was it dynamic price, whatever algorithm that they had? Because yes. it so if I, I saw a tweet that had actual pricing. Yeah, it was sixty bucks to two hundred bucks per ticket. So I'm assuming two hundred bucks pit. 60 bucks, which were the tickets I would have bought, uh, or, or like the, the seats I got should have been 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. I paid 170 bucks a ticket. Yeah, like the most expensive ones that I saw were 200 bucks. And that's Suppo- all because that of Ticketmaster? Yes. So here's that's what it's supposed to be. Here's the issue. When I logged in to buy my tickets, it said, we're sorry, please be patient. There are 20,000 people in front of you in line. And I was like, are you kidding me? I got on directly at noon. Like The, the system segued me straight into the buying like line and there's 20,000 people in line and then some people had like upwards of 30,000 people in line and so Ticketmaster sees oh 30,000 people want these tickets huh we should calculate beep 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 okay $60 tickets you're now 170 bucks with a $30 um, service charge service charge or convenience fee yeah Yeah, whatever the hell that is yeah and that's that's super I don't know that just seems so wrong well, so many people were pissed off at My Chemical Romance, and I'm and I'm yeah, like, it's, it's not, not their fault. Not them. Um, oh yeah, I thought that was so stupid. I was just like, they're just friends who want to do a thing again. Yeah, <laughs> and they're doing it, and they're like, isn't this gonna be fun? And everyone's like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't even <laughs> do anything. And so my favorite thing I saw was uh, someone tweeted, uh, "Yo, man, Gerard Way wants them tax returns." <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I I want to know how that works. Like, do they get percentage of those ticket sales or do, are they getting a flat fee for playing that venue i don't know because like if they skyrocket like that is that all going to Ticketmaster? i don't know because i calculated it and i think it was like four hundred thousand dollars for that show that's insane it was yeah. the average i think the average is actually upwards of five to six hundred thousand dollars for that one venue they had to add three extra la loca- um shows and they all sold out like within that's hours crazy i the cool thing about it, if there is a cool aspect, it is interesting and encouraging to see a band that was like from our scene or what we qualify as our scene mm-hmm. be do that well. Oh, and, dude. And, yeah. and sell that many tickets. That's exciting for the rock genre in, on at large, I feel like. Dude, spanked under oaths freaking. Re- uh, oh, for <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And, and I would put them on like a similar playing field oh for, yeah but even speaking of under oath did you uh i know eric you probably saw things about this but the the uh was it the slipknot road slipknot, show yeah slipknot With under, oath. under oath data remember that looks like and a code orange show and code, code orange, orange yeah, yeah. yeah uh, that, that is a stacked lineup i was that like is really in, damn if there's ever a time where i'm gonna go see slipknot it's probably that because I, I they're a band that like man they're worth seeing live and that's it, a good it, point. And if there's ever a show to see him that that I'll it has a bunch of other bands. You that I also love. get to see Under Oath and a Day to you Remember. remember? And, right. and yeah. I just saw a Day to Remember and they were amazing live. They were so good. So um and obviously Under Oath. And Code Orange is great too. Word. Um so I mean if I, there's ever time to see a slip slip not a show, I feel like that's it. Yeah, I was thinking about that also, like the idea of a band that I probably wouldn't see, but if there's a band 
playing after them that's large enough that I would see. Like, there's this one show, Switch Switch playing with Nickelback. Yeah. <laughs> But I guarantee I've heard Nickelback. <laughs> Isn't that amazing. I've heard Nickelback back. Nickelback puts on a good show. Like I've heard sure, they I'm, actually are they, good live. They may, they may. I'm not. I watched say them that, play on gonna... the Today Show, and you know how it's always rough on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it sounded. First off, I think they're getting better because I've noticed the last handful well, of bands I watched. For... No, I'm not talking about Nickelback. I'm talking there's, about the oh, daytime the, TV okay. mixes. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. they're, they're, they're getting it better, or there's more tracks. Whatever. Fair enough. But. uh it was the Nickelback morning outside on the Today Show thing, yeah. and it was pretty sweet. I watched the whole thing. I I didn't. I started off kind of just laughing, and then and then I kept paying attention. I was watching the guitar players, and I was like, "Dude, everyone's solid as hell. They're nailing their parts." I don't love the songs. But yeah, I right. mean they're they're very surface level rock songs, very pop influenced rock, like uh like Soccer Mom, Rock and Roll, is what I what I've yeah. always equated Nickelback to, and but. The production of their albums, there's a lot of producers. They're like Skillet. They, they're like, I love Nickelback for their production. I'm not a big fan of, I don't think their songs aren't for me. They're not artistic, creative right, you know, right. compositions. Don't you love imagining those people with that kind of mindset on music? When they do things that we would do or we'd go to our heavy music, like they get to the gym and they're like, I'm about to just throw down. And then they throw on... <laughs> skillet song or something and yeah. in their mind they're just going so hard dude, oh, when i sure. did cross when i did crossfit dude the amount of like uh nickelback hoobastank and uh <laughs> trapped every single All time, the time every single yeah. time i went to a, a um a, a wad a box <clears throat> uh, the box for a wad um Literally, the first song was. Are y'all ready? What's a wad? It's the workout of the day. Okay. 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 And they call it a box, right? The box is each location. Yeah, yeah I've told you guys my t-shirt idea. No. Uh, no I maybe. had this years ago, have, and yeah. I don't know why the hell no one's made it. But I think another gym, like LA Fitness or somebody, needs to make a t-shirt that says, Think Outside the Box. Oh, that's clever. That is funny. That's really good. I like that. It seems I'm, right there. I'm uh, missing <laughs> Camp Gladiator to be here tonight. So. Oh, good. Thanks, good man. You. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. You needed this. <laughs> yeah, not prioritizing. But I was going to say, I... like. Davey, our, me and Josh's friend, you guys have met him. Uh, he tours with uh, Switchfoot every now and then. And every time they come to town and he's with them, we go and hang out, go to see the show. I don't, I don't, I don't even think Davey could get me to go out there to watch Nickelback. Well, who else is on the show? Like, <laughs> it's someone else is the headlining it. I yeah, think it it's was. somebody with Nickelback. Yeah, like the co-headlining. I'm, I'll look it up. The Nickelback cover band. The way I saw it was, it was whatever band it was, Switchfoot, then Nickelback. Like Switchfoot was higher in the bill than Nickelback, which I think is correct. I think everyone would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so on top of that, um, so the Slipknot show coming up mm-hmm. looks uh-huh. amazing, and then Cody and Cambria just came out with their Never Ender tour for No for Tomorrow. Yep. Um, you gonna spend another two hundred dollars on the, per ticket? Uh, no. Well, it depends. Um, since uh, their second record, ten year anniversary. I have done every Never Ender tour, which is where they play an album front to back. Yeah. And I got VIP. So I have lanyards of each of the shows leading oh, up. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Uh, and so I, I kind of feel like I have to do, I need to do this. And what's funny is uh, me and my brother, we went to the Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth 3, which is the the record that has like uh, a favorite house Atlantic, the Good Eye Sniper yeah. song. Um, 
and we had the VIP thing, and we had lanyards and everything. We're like, oh, so so cool, man. Let's get in line. And then we were like walking towards the front, and as I looked to my right, like passing like maybe three hundred people, I was like, oh, they all have lanyards too. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, are y'all VIP? Oh yeah, that's the VIP line. You have to go to the back. And I was like, oh, oh okay. no. And so there was like seven hundred VIP people. Wow. And I was like, this that's is not a, VIP. Is and so what ended up happening was uh, it was realistically more like four hundred people. We all got to go in for an early acoustic set. Okay. That's and so, cool. and so they yeah, actually, so right, actually have a crowd for that early right, acoustic right. set. And I mean, uh there actually is Stone Temple Pilots. That's who it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's which is be a good show. Which is yeah. actually not bad. I, yeah. I, I like I like SCP. Yeah, I would definitely definitely go see them. Yeah. The Stones. I, may, I may show up late. Yeah. Or may, if if Davey's there, I'll show up, leave during no, the I set would, and hang out I don't with know. him. I would still see Nickelback I would, live. Just I would, say I, I did. And but like I don't and wanna then, I don't want to say I did. <laughs> but you can I'm trash that dumb. it if you hated it. True. I so can't. No, yeah. All right. Brady's afraid he's gonna go and be like, notice his head bobbing a little bit and like stop it. And he's gonna look down and his foot's been <laughs> no, tapping for so twenty bad, minutes. You know? <laughs> and then he's gonna come back like wearing a nickelback shirt underneath his hoodie. <laughs> that <laughs> nice. would be if you wanted to troll everybody, oh my that gosh, would that'd be, be amazing! The best troll ever. That'd Tonight's so the good. night I tell them. <laughs> hey guys, guys, what? The reason I'm wearing a button up is because underneath it. <laughs> um, but what you're saying about the the, the Coheed show? Oh, be, dude, it's just a lot of good concerts right now, like out yeah, of man. freaking nowhere. I know. I was, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, me, Josh Fest. and I were talking about Furnace Fest. Yeah, also. Furnace Fest looks on. Believe so it. And, and they're still announcing. Hey, so I yeah. can't. Bra- I just can hardly fathom. Brady, top three bands on Furnace Fest. Go. I forgot who's on there. Kalen, top three bands on <laughs> I, Furnace I, I, Fest. Oh, man. I keep forgetting I, all these. Oh, I'm going to look what I'm so doing. It's so hard to pick, man. Uh, there's so many. Just start there's naming so them. many. I mean, term, like there's a lot of like cool like indie cred bands that are playing that you don't normally see. I know there's like, uh, was it Shai Halud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Shine uh, Loop's sick too. But um, freaking Andrew WK. Andrew WK. Yep. Uh, um, every Time I Die. Yeah, when I saw uh, Every Time I Die go up on there. Is Between the Buried and Me doing it? Because they did the original Furnace Fest. So they I wonder might if they'll be. get announced. Um, and then there's like the standard, which it isn't. It's funny that it's not even special, but like the Norma Jeans, August Burn Red, they're, they're all playing it. But then uh, Terminal, which is like a, a Dallas or a Texas band. Um, they you want me, you want me the Juliana theory. You want me, yeah. Juliana theory. Uh, you want me to go through the list? I think Zayo. Go through on it. it. All right. So sixty-eight. Andrew WK. Astronoid. August Burns Red. Avail. The beautiful mistake. Beloved. Better off. Beloved. Yeah. Uh, Blood Gin. Voice at Fire. The Casket Lottery. Cave In. Mm. Code Seven. This is one I'm really stoked for. Comeback Kid. Oh yeah. That's Hell gonna yeah. be rad. That'll be sick. Uh, Converge. Yeah, eighteen vision. So sick. Eighteen, 18 vision. Yeah. I sick. saw them recently, and they were awesome. Really? They were so good. Era, Evergreen Era. Terrace. Evergreen, Evergreen Terrace, Terrace yeah. man. Every time I die. Yeah. Few left standing. Uh-huh. From arm to ashes. I yeah, that's yeah. amazing. I rocked, they're like that's a throwback. I, I can't remember, yeah. Too bad you're beautiful. Oh, a lot of them throwbacks. Too bad you're beautiful. Yeah, that yeah. album was unbelievable. Then further scenes forever. Yeah. Glass eater, haste, hopes fall. Cool. Hot Water Music, that'll be a yeah, cool show. Yeah, that would be cool. Knocked Loose. Sick. Life in Your Way. Sweet. Living Sacrifice. Sweet. That'll be sick. Yeah. yeah, I love Living Sacrifice. Love is Red. Luxury. Mineral. Cool. Uh, Misery Signals. Norma sick. Jean. Sick. Uh, open Hand. See You Space Cowboy. Shy Lahood. Shy Halud. <laughs> uh, Appleseed Cast. The Judah, Judas Cradle. 
Juliana Theory, and they're playing that uh, Emotion is Dead yeah, record. The whole uh-huh. record. Going to be insane. Yeah. I'm so stoked for that. Unearth, unwe- Unearth sleep. Unwed Sailor with Honor and Zayo. Yeah. As of right now, that's what and they have. They have. There's only one to come. They said yeah. today there's eight more bands to Yeah. Cool. Is so, Words one of them? Uh, man, I wish. That, we're not supposed to announce that yet. We got to wait. That would be unbelievable. <laughs> I would yeah. lose my mind. Send an email. <laughs> um, another thing I was going to say, Josh and I were talking about it. I saw them announce it yesterday, and then he called me today while I was at work. Uh, that band, The Format. Yeah. Yeah they're, yeah. they're doing a couple shows together. Like Sam and Nate, the two main guys from that, like had a falling out a long time ago. And this is like their 15th anniversary of this event that they played this live show that they played uh, their both albums. And so now they're getting back together to do a couple shows. So that dude's voice is amazing. It is ridiculous. And so Josh and I are already talking about it and getting a couple people to go up to Chicago for the show in March. So on that note, um, kind of going off what you were talking about earlier, Brady, a band of our era that yeah. you miss seeing live, who would it be? Um, that is still to this day impossible to see. That's let me think. I'd have to think about that for a second. And uh, another band we haven't even mentioned, like Rage Against Machine. Yep, back to the you know, yeah. I mean, I I didn't listen to. I listened to them a fair amount when I was younger. They're not like one of my top bands ever, but I do really like them, and that's so cool that they're coming back. I saw an article talking about how uh, Zach De La Rocha, uh-huh. or however you say his mm-hmm. last name. Yeah, that's right. Um. It, the article is literally about him going to the gym to get ready for it. Yeah. And I was like, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. No, he, yeah. He has to. Cause he's he, going to have to, he has so much expectation to perform mm-hmm. on the same level that he did, you know, however many years ago, 20 years ago. So, and yeah. everyone has a camera. Oh yeah. So it, you know, if he screws up, there's no escaping it. I will yeah. say for the My Chemical Romance shows, watching some of the live footage from that show they did like a mm-hmm. month ago, uh-huh. uh huh, Dryway looks pretty funny. Does he? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he looks pretty normal now, right? Or he, is he, or is he weird again? He looks like a comic book nerd, like you know, straight up, like hair's thin, right. long. Well, he was like thirty when they got going, right? That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what I, think. I thought he was younger than that. No, that's I think he's wild. a lot older than he looks. Um, I was gonna say. The, the my artist would have been refused, and they're technically kind of doing stuff again. As refused, as refused, yeah. Okay. So that isn't probably my all time. I wish, like, three or four years ago, I think they did a show in Chicago, and I didn't realize that they were doing it. And Josh almost got me tickets, and then he didn't know if he would be able to go. Mm-hmm. And I told him afterwards that you should spot me a ticket. I would have driven by myself. <laughs> But that's one. That's definitely one band I I want to see. Other bands are still alive, doing things that I just don't know why I have. I had the opportunity to see them, like the yeah. Bronx. I've had multiple opportunities. I just haven't gone to it. Let's open up the the type of question. Um, maybe even let's include the era of an existing band. Oh yeah, so, that's a lot easier for me. Yeah, yeah. So for yeah. me, um, it probably probably be Reliant K during the either mm-hmm record right. or the forget and not slow down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like mm-hmm was because, definitely my favorite. Because now it's sure. him and the other dude, pretty much, and a the lot Nats. of the music's a little bit more quirky. It's definitely a lot more artistic, but it's more poppy too. Like they, yeah. they definitely have lost a lot. Like one thing I really did like was they had, they kind of did the pop punk pop rock thing, but they had a really cool edge to them. 
Um, yeah, they 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 would go heavy if they needed to, or like right. like with mm-hmm, out of nowhere the 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 super fast D beat. Uh huh. Shout out to Brave Days. They taught me that. I've been a punk rock kid since. 2003 is when I would give myself my my graduation cap, <laughs> and uh, they were telling me that to get to get to get to get. Yeah. They call that a D beat. I had no idea. I've never had a name for that. Why? Why is that called that? I don't know. Okay, that's I'm, just what they called it. That's just, I'm just picking it up. <laughs> I mean, I'm just hey, listening. it make I I mean, it's good to call it something, and you know what it means. Yeah, yeah. I, well, think, I always just called it the punk beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Sure. Um, I think a lot of it would be like 90s era, like Everclear. And uh, like that, Jim Blossoms, like that era, like any going to one of those shows would have, I would have lost my mind. And now, like, they're older, they're not doing this quite the same. They're still doing stuff, but it's not quite the same as it would have been then. Another one for me would be John Mayer uh, during the first record. Uh, oh, yeah. Number yeah. For squares. Mm-hmm. yeah. Seeing him before he got super into blues, not that I'm knocking his blues stuff because he's an absolute master at blues guitar. But like just being able to see him as a songwriter play songs versus like kind of playing and then going to like a twenty minute like blues solo. Right, right. Yeah. Like I would have liked to have seen like a just oh it'd be I, cool to see him in a smaller capacity in those days. Oh, like for in a sure. smaller venue. Yeah. That boy blew up. It's oh, easy it's easy sure. to say this as not a huge artist, but Josh and I always talked about if we ever made it big, our f- I would still want to have like secret like Foo Fighters do before any record comes out before Foo they go on tour. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Anytime they get ready to go on tour, they do a couple like secret shows of like small, intimate, maybe a couple hundred people max. Uh-huh. And just, I would love to do that. Like, just have secret shows where no one knows unless you like happen to catch the Facebook to, post when you're ha- in town. Right. Sometimes or, I feel like we play shows that are secret shows. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. Definitely true. So We've secret. actually had the best of luck with words. It's been I know. Real, it's dude. stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. You remember we, the the Tomcat show? Was that our first one? The to, no, the Tomcat show. Uh, That's with my with epic. wolves at the gate. When I was like, Eric, dude, if this goes bad, like f playing shows. Like, let's just do, <laughs> oh, I was yeah. like, let's just record songs, put them on the internet. We won't play live anymore. No, he was like, he's like, dude, no one's gonna be here if they can't get people here. It's just not happening. And then, sure enough, like five, six hundred people in that it, room. It was it was packed for that room. <laughs> however many it was, it felt like a lot. Uh, like immediately after we got off stage, I went to Kalen. I'm like, "What do we tell Johnny? Like, this is a, <laughs> this, is a, this was good, right? Yeah, this is great, man. And I love playing live. I would, I would be sad if words didn't play live for sure. Um, for me, I know it would be the first thing that came to mind. I'm sure there's others, but uh, artist in the ambulance era thrice yeah heck yeah that would be for sure sick like when they were playing like he had his sg jr and tepe was playing les pauls and through rectifiers it's just like they play those songs now but it's through a different lens it's definitely a more like mature we're revisiting this yeah refined lens Uh um and like dustin will like kind of sit back on some of the screaming parts and stuff but I would have loved to see that whenever they were younger and just did not care and just screaming through everything and having loud amps on stage. I think that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Killswitch Engage with Howard as the vocalist. Yeah. yeah. I love Jesse. I'm, I'm a big so Jesse fan. Jesse's but, great, but I can see that right now. I can't yeah, see you're the right. Howard. You can't see Howard um, at the moment. I never, I did see, did I see them? I think I saw them whenever, uh, oh, Howard had to dip out for a tour and Phil from... Uh, uh, all that remains. All that remains. Filled it, and they called it Phil Switch Engage. Yeah, <laughs> they had, they had shirts and stuff. Um, and he did a great job. But yeah, it was. And I think the Devil Wears Prada opened up for him. Mm. It was like 
Palladium. Uh, I'd like to see Bright Eyes on the Fevers and Mirror tour. Fevers and Mirrors yeah. tour. <coughs> and I'd also like to see him on the uh, the Lifted. Yeah. The t- story is told in the story, whatever the long yeah. title one. So those those earlier bigger releases for him when he got a better band behind him and a bigger band behind him, mm-hmm. I think. But it was still early in his career. I think that'd be amazing. And then the Art of Drowning tour. Oh yep, I, I would say yeah. I think that's one I would have liked to have been there for for sure. Um, even right before Sing the Sorrow comes out, that way, like they might play one or two of the new songs, but the set's still like ninety percent the old stuff. Yeah, but I just feel like the Art of Drowning tour, they probably came out on stage feeling like, you know, oh, just, yeah, yeah. Like just the king of the room. And it was probably <laughs> overwhelming. For sure. Oh, uh, for sure. Like, I would have loved to see. I'm, I'm just seeking that Sound of Animals fighting feeling. Oh, for sure. That is, I mean, is what I'm holding all this to now. Josh told the story about our friend Chase that went to uh, see them play, right? Who? Like, our buddy Chase. Um, With the reference of. If, if that guy told yeah, everybody like, to kill if, somebody, yeah, they if, probably would. If Davey Havoc would have been like, murder that guy, they would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said it felt like a cult yeah. being there. So, it was amazing. If you, oh if you ever see I a, went there with you just now, dude. If you, if you ever see a tour where AFI is headlining, honestly, about 70% of the set is uh, our drowning black sails. Yeah. See, I want to go I want to go to that. Like screaming, yelling, jumping onto the crowd and everyone freaking out and so Like there was a they said like so he badass. walked out to the into it like he's walking on solid land. Like just over the crowd and they were just holding him as he like <laughs> just walked like a like a god. <laughs> that's amazing. And that's insane to me. Yeah. I want to see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So if yeah. they ever do a headline tour, let's get tickets and go to that. Oh, for yeah, sure. Hey, yeah, yeah, definitely definitely because they'll do a lot more of that stuff. I was going to tell you if Thursday was on that tour with Coheed, we'd have to go. They, oh, they, yeah. Hopefully they might, because the 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 poster is still pretty empty. It's Coheed and Sean at the bottom, and there's a space right above it. No, I thought Thursday was on the tour. So that's at a that one that, show. Yeah, it's just oh, a show. Gotcha. Right now we only know it's the one show. Okay. But in the same way as you use the Slipknot example, that would be a good way for me to go see. Yeah, Coheed. and I'm and because you know I Sean's like, going to be awesome. You know Thursday's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. And you I know like Coheed's going to be awesome, and I'll just get to see it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my thought. And I was going to say that, too. Like, Coheed, I do like them. I don't like them in the same capacity that Eric does. But they would be a band that I would love to see live, 100%. Um, Heck yeah. Even Branson hit me up. He, I posted that image, and he goes, check your PMs. And uh, he <laughs> sent me the Oklahoma date. He's like, dude, I want to go so bad. He's like, besides Welcome Home, Claudio could do no wrong. <laughs> <laughs> What's Welcome Home? It's, it's like that, their most popular song. Oh, the, from the movie Nine. Yes, yes. Oh, another band I would love to see in a certain particular era would be brand new, right at the beginning of Deja and Ten. Oh, I was gonna say that. I was and gonna, so yeah. I could talk to him like, "Hey, Jesse, don't do it." <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna say. I was gonna say I want to see. <laughs> Jesse, I was gonna say I want to see brand new pre Me Too. <laughs> <laughs> that way I, you know i would have liked to have seen from autumn to ashes too bad you're beautiful during that yeah during that era the first two records uh that with milligram smile and stuff that was the second album what yeah. was that one called um what was Shoot. that i don't remember uh but i all the my strongest memory of that is i don't know how i got the cd but it was always in my cd player in the bathroom so anytime i took a shower from autumn to ashes was blaring yeah dude i uh so as a young kid just in the shower I'm I'm just bl- belting from on the ashes. <laughs> One of the guys I worked with at the skate park, I don't even know if I was working there yet, but he gave me a burned copy of Too Bad You're Beautiful, and he was like, "Listen to this," and that drumming on it, and just that sounds that like yeah. the way they captured the the mix, 
it's really quiet too. It's old. You can tell it's mm-hmm. like wasn't mastered super hot. But uh the drums sound killer. So if you ever listen to it, pay attention to the drums on that. Oh, actually, from Autumn to Ashes, their drum production is always incredible. And yeah. that lead vocalist and does a lot of the songwriting. He is the drummer. Uh huh. I think I think that he plays a lot of the consistency in it. That makes sense. He's like, this is how I want the drums to sound. I remember Matt Carter from Emory. Like he uses them as an example. Like not so much drums, but he he remembers walking into a room. He's like, what's that guitar tone? He's like, that's like one of the best live guitar tones I've ever heard. And he walked, it? he walked on stage and it was like back behind stuff. And he's asking a guitar player. He's like, Oh, you can look back there. It was a two channel dual rectifier, all the knobs straight up at noon. And, and he was, was like so on. sad. Yeah. And he was like, on. yeah, it was on. And he was like, it was on. And, and Matt uses that example. He, he always says like, I was so sad because then I knew it was, it wasn't the amp. It was the player. Yeah. It was the guy that was playing through that. That was what he's a good sound. player. They played in standard tuning through all yeah. those records and you didn't, you didn't even notice. Yeah. Dude. Another band is the used before Bert like screamed away his voice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Bert is insane. Yeah. Like he would regularly throw up on stage. Like, and before every set, he would po- uh, smoke like half a pack of cigarettes, like rip the filters off and just smoke. Which throwing them. up on stage is like s- smoking a half a pack of <laughs> yeah. cigarettes. Yeah. So he's yeah. doing like a full pack of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like destroying his voice just so he could sing the way he wanted to. And everything. Like, that is insane to me. My yeah. throat hurts from too much salsa now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so weak. <laughs> I had pace today. And my throat's killing me. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh God. Um, I would kind of like to see them on their current tour with uh, Dragged Under, which is like a band that uh, is is a guy's YouTube channel. I've been following for years. Uh, they he goes by his YouTube name's Fluff, or his name's Ryan oh, Bruce. Oh, yeah, yeah. He he had they have a, a new band that they just put out their first record. It's phenomenal, in my opinion. I think it's so good. Um, you need to send it to me. I'm, I keep forgetting to look it up. But they just got put on to open up for the used on this current tour. Really? Are they are they coming through here? Yeah, I think they are. I don't think it's sold. I think it's a gas monkey. Oh, dude, um, we should go to that. But I would love to go That'd to be that um, so, because I, I've always wanted to see uh, the used, and I haven't seen them live. So, so the and used I love is Dragon still Air. good live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but just it's his different. range. Yeah. He's missing like half an octave worth of high notes that he could do. Because he was literally just abusing himself to get to that point to yeah. where he could, you know, that's not have sustainable. That, grab, that growl and that scream. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, like, I remember anytime, like, uh, like honestly, last Wednesday when I was at the church with the, the youth doing a vocal lesson with a couple of the girls, I was like, they were like, I was telling them, hey, let me know if it hurts when you're singing because then it's not right. But remember, use your core, blow blow out a lot of air. That's how you're going to get higher notes. And they were like, we just don't want to actually scream. I'm like, you don't know what screaming is. And, yeah, and then yeah. I pulled up a <laughs> box full of sharp objects. Uh-huh. And just that, it's just, it's, it's, <laughs> You hear the throat just rip. Oh, for sure. I and always reference the irony of dying on your birthday. Oh, yeah. By uh, Census Bill. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. that scream? Yes, yeah. 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 That's that weird barky one, right? No, it's the one where he. it sounds like he's getting electrocuted and it hurts more and more as it goes. Okay. What's the one that's like... Da-da, da-da. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah, it just goes really high-pitched. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a, like he's getting a titty twister. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm gonna pl- 
play it. Give me this. Y'all yeah. talk. Oh, I thought you said don't talk. No, no, no y'all talk. Weird. I'm going to play it. You know what? I really like these questions we had just now. Yeah, yeah me yeah, too. Yeah, that was Good great. Segment. Josh would be so proud. It's like you're actually keeping up with the uh, conversation on a podcast without me. Good job, guys. I'm here Dude, to mess One of the best now. guitar parts. Oh, this this album. I would have I'd love to see this Oh, band. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Eric? <laughs> you hear him jump it. <laughs> These next ones sound huge, though. Like that throat ripping sound. Yeah. Listen. I always struggled to get in. Paper. Yeah, I always struggled to get in the census fail for the the singing vocals specifically. Well, he was like, awful live. Yeah, and he was so like I remember I saw him. It was uh, it was a Mike Zemer show. Uh, it was like Unsilent Night, two thousand like ten or eleven maybe. I just remember the main three bands were like a day to remember headlined it, and it was like um, after Homesick had come out. That's a good era. Um, I remember and, that. And uh, it was like a Christmas show, and they had like their huge Mesa red cabs that were looked like presents. They're pretty cool. Yes, that's right. Um, and then they had, and then was Census failed the may may they have may have been main support, and then uh, and then Red Jumpsuit Apparatus was right below that, um, and it was when they were more relevant than they are now. Dude, uh, are you kidding? They just played main stage at Audio Feed last year. <laughs> Red jumpsuit, dude. Yes. <laughs> Keep going. Anyway, uh, I'm just gonna move past that. Anyway, uh, are, they, are they Christian now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they he, have been he, for a bit. Yeah, he talked this about was, it during that whole thing. And this was like kind of at the beginning of that. I okay. would say, but I mean, they were. All right. It was a the Dr Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Dr Pepper. Uh, stadium or like stars practice nice. place in, in frisco so it was a it was a big big venue but all i have to say since this fail i just they're like the one of the few bands i'm just like i'm just gonna walk around the arena because his vocals were so bad and it was it was just i couldn't get into them I, I heard that's how Saleson was their first time through uh like the dude that did vocals for scary kids scaring kids just now mm-hmm. cove cove yeah i heard like he was pretty rough back in the day well i, I a I lot think of people, he was. I feel like I saw some YouTube clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he got a lot of flack for, and he's talked about it on some podcasts I listen to. Like when he, like I know when he first joined them, they wouldn't even let him do the whole set. They had like their friend in another band who would do like some some of the songs. They like split it in half. Like really? when they were kind of getting him because he was so young and so new to it. He didn't know what he was doing. They just knew he did a cover, and whenever they heard it whenever he was auditioning, they're like, they called him and they thought it was Anthony green pranking them. Like they thought yeah. Andy, Anthony green quit. And then they are doing auditions and then Anthony recorded. He, they thought Anthony recorded a demo and sent it to him as like an audition, but it was Cove. Um, I guess he just did a good audition and then he eventually worked into it, but I think I mean, we he's left, killing it now. 
Yeah, he's yeah. doing great. Amazing I, I, now. I yeah. love I love everything he's doing. His band Dead American is killer. He did awesome with scaring kids. Yeah. Uh so yeah. And yeah. I, I've always thought it'd be cool if uh because I know Citizen's writing their new album right now. And uh I even commented on Bo Burchell's thing as like have Cove and Anthony split the vocals, it'd be sick, you know, because they're apparently on good terms now. Dude, that'd, be, that'd be really rad. Because they're grown-ups now. That's yeah, a, that's exactly. my, that's one of my band. I uh Seosin, Covera, and like towards the end uh, on a in search of solid ground or whatever. That record cycle, um, that's what a band I'd like to see. You know what band I would like to see? Huh. Do you guys remember the band Just Surrender? No. no. They were like a Taking Back Sunday 2.0. Really? I, I know the name. See, I liked early Taking Back Sunday. Um, yeah, the first album. Uh, the first two. When the third album came out, I was like, yeah. That's Most whatever. bands of that era, after their second album, I don't even think about it yeah, What was it? So uh, there's like the first album and the second loud, album. Loud, something loud, or I forget what it's called. But yeah. uh, Like, for example, since it's failed, to me, there's the first one and then the one that we just played. The one of those yeah. that buried a lie? The one that we just listened to was the second album. The song that's like, uh, rest in peace, girl. Your death is such a shame. Yeah. And, there's, you know, they posted the a thing online recently, since it's failed, did, and it was like... Uh, like the mystery goes on and almost like whatever the new album is, is going to pick up where no that way. song left off. That'd be rad. That'd that would be, cool. be a cool way to do yeah, it. Yeah. They set it up to where it's going to like, it's going to be a follow up. Something funny. Did. Jason Hobbs and I played the uh, battle of bands at McKinney high in like 2004 and his band covered that song. Uh-huh. And there's not really any screaming in that one. You yeah. know how the chorus goes, so let's play Dr. Babe. Every big note, Jason just screamed the word. So it was like, so let's play Dr. Babe. We'll operate <laughs> today. Incisions must Babe. And they made it much more emo. He was wearing girl pants. You know, it was that time. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Anyways, Haley voted for his band instead of mine. No. <laughs> yeah. Never lived that down, Haley. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. And you guys know Chase Harrison? Yes. Ch- sound guy Chase? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He voted for Jason's band like 70 times that night. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, dude, I just stopped the whole thing pulling off. Did they like, win? Uh, I think they did. Okay. I remember I remember seeing uh Where are you he, now, Jason? Nirvana? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I wish I had that job. <laughs> uh Rum of Refuge play a uh a McKinney, I think it's McKinney Boyd. No, McKinney North. We never North. played a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McKinney North battled the bands with uh, it was you guys like uh, a day to uh, days of atonement and like it was that era where they they played and there was was the band that won. Uh, was it Centralia? Centralia. They were amazing. Yeah. The most. I, there should be a documentary about them. Oh Dude, yeah, yeah. They were. Way I have all their songs on a CD somewhere. Uh huh. We should do a whole episode about. They were so. They were just great. They were so good for their age, especially. Oh but they were good God. in general. But. Yeah, the rumors that would go around about those guys because they were so good. I remember somebody was like, yeah, the lead singer has his own house. And I was like, dude, he's 16. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> like, no, he that's doesn't. That's amazing. That's so good. He's like, that's why he's so good at screaming. He just practices alone in his house all the time. <laughs> like, that's not. You're just not how it works. That's not how it is. Uh, Atreyu circa 2004. Yeah, okay. That would yeah. be fun for me. Um Paramore, uh, when I was the same age as her and we were both single. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd have been a cool era. Yeah. Under Oath of Changing of Times, where they play like the last still from the earlier stuff. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, but, Acts of uh, Depression, but, Depression but, Cries of the Past. Yeah, Acts Cries. of Depression and Cries of the Past, but you mostly get the Changing of Times, because I love that album, and yeah. some of the songs on that other stuff are ridiculously uh, dumb. I think it's Cries of the Past, the one with uh, The Day I Met You. The, was the worst day. Da, 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 da. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was talking. Dude, that's one of my favorite Underoath records. Yeah, yeah. The snare drums on those. Pop. Yeah, dude. Ping, 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 um, ping. I remember Travis Brooks showed me uh, "Cries of the Past." Yeah, he and, showed me. Yeah, and and uh, and I think even uh, Days of Atonement, his band, when they played Ice House, like Ice House had like the projector or something like that, and they they had a thing where they put words on it. And uh, and they had like the intro for Cries of the Past like playing in the background, and that's what they they uh, I remember they started their set off with that, and I thought that was like the most. Dude, the Ice venue. House was so sick. Dude, that was my favorite venue. That venue and was so good. It was so Dude, good. I wish you guys. I wish it was still around so you guys could play there. I would love that. It was it was a small ish venue, but the production value that they had. For that room, the lights and the stage was high. It was up. The sound was amazing. The production value was great. One cool thing is that uh, Don't Wake Aislinn, when we did our uh, record with Kellen McGregor from Memphis, um, we actually tracked our live drums. I, I remember that. It, like the Ice House had been turned into a studio at that point, so it was so cool to like go walk back in there and like the the console like the the control room was like back behind where the stage was but there was like a window you looked out basically what was the venue and we like tracked the drums down on the floor and we put like room mics in like the bath where the bathrooms were and like all this cool stuff i don't know it was just an awesome experience just being able to record drums there yeah that's so i bet that was awesome i remember hearing that y'all were doing that and thinking and that was so cool and then kellen threw samples on everything do you uh <laughs> realm of just, refuge just do you remember how they would film did. your set and you could get it on a dvd uh-huh realm of refuge played there once and it was like one of the greatest shows of my childhood memories it was like the dfw local punk heyday the ice house had like a built-in crowd there's just a bunch of local yeah kids, kids who just hung really, out there they just yeah. went there so you always had a huge show and they would mosh to anybody so you went and played and you felt like you were famous and uh i lost that dvd i cannot find it Man. i have oh, I, when i moved into the rental house i guess i uh i still have uh i videoed uh days of atonement playing there i saw that video somewhere and then that's the first place I saw Limbo play, which was a band I later joined. Oh, that's uh, awesome. I saw them play right before Days of Atonement. I, I remember awesome. when that started happening. When they're like, hey, we can if you want to throw us 100 bucks, we can record this for you. I know. Like, yeah. All the time, like, now nah, we're good. Uh, you know who also Mainly did because that, I ain't got 100 room, bucks. <laughs> the upper room would record it. Yeah. And uh, Curtain Club would record. They wouldn't video it. But, well, the Liquid Lounge actually would record it and video this set just one stationary camera um but the curtain club like the audio is better at curtain club so if you wanted to get it recorded you just get it recorded there hey that's is curtain right. club still around or is that no they shut down, down. Been oh shut down for a bit yeah that's crazy yeah it's turning into like some like bougie yeah it, we gotta start a venue guys a restaurant from, i don't want to uh, run it. <laughs> a restaurant done that from, once already a restaurant from uptown they're bringing down there you can just give up on having clean bathrooms <laughs> yeah oh, hey um if y'all could have words time travel to any like opening show for another band, what would it be? Oh my god, man! Definitely something in like the what people call the tooth and nail golden era. Oh, for sure. Because I feel like that's whenever we would fit in best. When As Cities Burn under came, it was As Cities Burn, um, Gym Class Heroes, Gatsby's American Dream, and then um, Emery. Emery. Yeah. I say get rid of Gatsby's American Dream, 
put us at the opener and move everyone up. Yeah. <laughs> and then be, I would have loved to set. have done that. Yeah. Because freaking Jim, I remember showing this, uh, Haley won't listen to this, so it doesn't matter. But this, this girl that I kind of had an on and off again thing with in high school, gym class heroes after that show. Uh-huh. And she was like, I don't like this kind of rap because she only liked like pop music. So I was like, you'll like this. Then a few years later, when they were huge, yeah, massive. she was all about it. And I was like, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, even the, was it Travis? The rapper Travis guy? McCoy. Yeah. yeah. He would get on stage and he would actually rap during walls. Yeah. I remember. Tour. It was there, awesome. There, yeah. It, it's, he it's, came out on walls and did a whole rap. They did the whole build up. Let the walls out. And you're all like, here it comes. And they went into this groove and he came out and did this whole rap. And then they were just like, Plah! that's right. That's yeah, crazy. Crazy. I remember I crowd surfed that show all the way up to the stage. And I wanted to jump back in, but the guy grabbed me and pulled me off. And no. then I just ran back um, into the pit. One that, show that would be awesome. Do you remember uh, the? it was the chariot and the under oath at the old door? Yes, with uh, Fear Before the March of Flames. Yes. Yeah, that was unreal. And the fire marshal almost shut it down. Yeah, it was so packed. Yeah. It was bad. That would have been a crazy show to play. Yeah. I was going to say, the one show I saw that would have been great. It was Alkaline Trio, Under Oath, and Thrice. That's sick. That would have been great to play with. How's Alkaline Trio live? Uh, they were phenomenal then. I haven't seen them in forever. Okay, I um, like Time to Waste by them. Nothing. I don't. Oh yeah. Know much else? But like I mean, that song, I freaking loved it. They, I mean, their first several records were. I mean, I, I would probably would say almost everything, up until like the last two or th- two records, I was really heavy into, and then I kind of fell off. But like GD, uh, that one was one of my favorite records. Um, and then the two records before that, I can't remember what they were. Um, but, oh, dude, they, they were amazing live. Dude, 30 Seconds to Mars when he would still hit the high notes and scream. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen that video, right? <laughs> Which one? The new one where he, it's him and two other dudes that are on a, acoustics. And you see him strum. Then he just starts belting. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> And this then he goes video? into it. Yeah, it's a real thing. Why'd they do this? Because they got really into Enigma. Yeah, and he wanted to show like his range and how good he was. And then, then he so he would just like do a couple runs, big belting runs, and the then Oscar. go into the song. I was it's like, Are Oscar. you kidding me, dude? Are I you remember me? there's a the U- Oscar. That's what did it. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. There was a YouTube video um, at one point in time a few years back where like somebody who was in the front row or something was mm-hmm. like at a 30 seconds to Mars show and he was just kind of like sitting there with his arms crossed or whatever. And he, Jared Leto literally calls him out and is like, why are you up here? Like, it's like, it, like you're in the front row. You paid to be here. Why aren't you having to get like went off on him? That's I was hilarious. Like, he's like, there's people in the back that they like, wish my, that you were right there and stuff. And he my was, mom died today. I'm yeah. He literally was just way. going off on this kid because he didn't seem like he was having a good time. And he expected him to be stoked out of his mind. And because he wasn't, it like made him mad. I mean, that's a bummer. It sucks. That sucks for the And kid. hey, let's, 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 let's give him this. Some people have bad days, and maybe he was already, Jared Leto True. was already in a bad mood. At the same time, though, I'm, it, kind, of, I'm kind of on Jared Leto's side. Like, If I'm up there and I'm trying to put on a show, and let, I look in the audience, and they're just like sitting there staring at me, it's a buzzkill. Oh, for yeah. Sure. But and, and, most and, people it, do that. And it feels show, like so. it's a reflection on, on mornings. Him. Well, normally I'm True. moving around. My hair's covered. <laughs> I almost said that. <laughs> I almost said that. <laughs> But like the, I'm like, not afraid. <laughs> but like you look out there and it feels like it's a direct representation of what how I'm doing. I'm like, what am I doing wrong that you are hating this right now? And like, so I it bums me out when I see stuff like that. But 
I also my face is covered with my hair, so I don't see most things. So yeah, 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 yeah. It, I, it makes you wish you were a comedian. You could just start talking to him. Oh yes, absolutely. Just start, immediately start ripping on him. Yeah, because as a comedian, you can get away with that, and it's totally fine. If I did that on stage. I'm an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Kid, just you just heard my tight five. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is our next song. It's just me ripping your asshole. <laughs> oh. God, I just thought my head went so many different directions. <laughs> um, Goodness gracious. But one band anyway. also is uh, Essie's Burn. I wish I would have got into them earlier uh, during the early stuff. I actually, that's I one band did, I did. So I, I got did. to see them pretty early. Them and. Uh, I've told you this, and I probably said it on the podcast, but I got to see randomly refused and Bronx yeah. the show, same yeah. show. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was. Insane. That was with Kairos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would, oh, and, God, uh, Edmonton, I hate that so much. Canada, Canada. But uh, I would have loved to have seen the uh, um, least of these original lineup. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did. You did uh, at Cornerstone. Uh, that, He's the only one here who saw the, the original lineup. And, uh, I was, might have. It was least of these. I don't second, remember it. It was least of these second or third show ever, and it was out at uh, New Braunfels at this festival that it was laughable. Um, I think Rapture Ruckus headlined it. Oh my gosh! And it was called Get This Jesus Jam Fest. Yeah, that, I, I mean, remember them telling me about that's this. That's fine. So and, hard that's core. normal. And I think Lisa these played, and it was like a big. Uh, if you knew the band Seventh Time Down, yes, um, they would tour with like full stage, like crazy production. Yeah. Like they would have like line arrays, like the whole stage, the whole deal. So they had this massive, like festival level stage in this field, and I think when Lisa these played, there was nobody. Yeah, I feel like I remember oh, them telling me about this show. And then when we, and it was really hot too. It was really hot. It's in the middle of summer. And when Don't Don't Wake Aislinn played, we maybe had like fifteen to twenty people watching us on that stage, and we were stoked that there were that <laughs> many people there. Yeah, and I think amazing. for the headliner, it was like maybe a hundred. And they were pissed, and it was just like goodness. It was a gut wrenching show to play. Johnny, where did uh, Lisa these play at Cornerstone the first couple times? Uh, they their first the one was the last one. Oh, was the last one? Yeah, was, and they was played it generator right or was Mike it that? mains on the last day? Oh, then I definitely saw that. Yeah, and they because we <clears throat> were good friends with Mike at that time. They loved they that are, show. I, yeah. I think it was a killer moment. I bet I, I don't know if it's on film, but it's probably sick because oh, yeah. it sounds like it was awesome. Because it was back, it was the it was the last cornerstone, so everyone right, was right. like in celebration mode. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't at that one. That Don't Caselin played that, but that's after uh, I was not a longer. No longer a part of the band, and actually, uh, you know Taylor Tremaine. Yeah, he played guitar, filling in in my place, and I think Kyle. It was like the first run of shows that he was playing with. Him. Really? Okay. Was was that year? Was that I, year? I, I definitely remember that. Huh? No, Kyle was the drummer. Oh, okay. Uh, no, like I think Taylor. Taylor was the kind. Taylor of, was like the interim. Like he yeah. wanted to be a part of the band, but when it came to like they, him, they, and his, him and his brother moved to Nashville. Yeah, to do that. and they did and. Whenever Don't Wake Aislinn was turning into Viridia, they actually had held auditions. Yeah. And Kyle got it, but Taylor didn't. Yeah. And uh, so he was kind of bummed about that. I mean, it makes sense for Kyle. Kyle is a stupid good drummer. Like, yeah. he was insane. Yeah, he was good. I like that guy. He's a great. I've uh, met him once. He's a great. I met him uh, twice, and he was very nice. Fellow. What's the word? Uh, Woodsmith. What's the word for that? Carpenter? That's the one. Yes. He's a like great Jesus. carpenter. Like Jesus. 
Woodsmith. Woodsmith. That's such a harder word. <laughs> but yeah, like that dude's rad. Um, but yeah, Essie's burn. I wish I absolutely would have been there for that. With like, TJ. Early. And that's what sucks. That's, that's what's so stupid about it is I was there plenty of times because I went to like almost every single cornerstone that they were at. I just never went. Yeah. I was a stupid kid and thinking that if it's not, there is this whole mind hive mindset that we've, me and Josh and other people who I've been part of long before this hive and that we've tried to do like is always an ongoing joke. Like, Oh, do we, do we like these guys? It was like a collective, like, Oh, if a majority of people don't like this band, we don't like them. Oh my God. It was wow. so dumb. That's hilarious. We, we missed out of so many good artists because someone convinced us that we shouldn't. I have my own version of that. It, it, the way something's presented to me is usually if I like it or not. Yeah. So like, Depending, like, if the type of person is talking about a band, and just it, that yes. person, in yes, essence, absolutely, it, it might be why I never I mean, check it out. That's, Josh has said that multiple times. Yeah, like for he Coheed and yeah, Thrice. That he doesn't like them because of the person who introduced it, overhyping it, and his excitement was like, It's why I never so got into My Chemical Romance excited. until I went myself in college to just start YouTubing them at night, and I was like, oh my yeah. gosh. And I, I But never... all the young girls at youth group were annoying. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're a band, with the exception of more recently, like maybe past two years, going back and actually listening to the Black Parade, and and Jordan Lander showing me some cool My Chemical Romance videos. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I completely missed the boat on them. Like a hundred and ten. Dude, Black Parade's a great rock and roll record. No. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. I appreciate I appreciate that, on its own. Like, um. But I need was it the three cheers to for sweet revenge? Sweet revenge. I don't even know if I've listened to that record. It's good. So I need to go back and okay. listen to it. One of my favorite records from them is their first one, and that's the one that sounds like a demo. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does sound like a demo. I think I remember, if I remember correctly, it was recorded in an attic. Yeah, but uh, I ended up I need researching. To read, I need to go like on a my chem Spring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I want. I always want people to go back and re-record those. Not necessarily change them, just do them better quality. You know uh, the Keys Be Nights album that Catch-22 put yeah. out? Streetlight Manifesto went back and redid it and put it back out because half of the band is Catch-22. Right, right. And so there's a Keys Be Nights album by Streetlight where you get to hear all the songs but mixed way better. That's so and rad. And it's awesome. That's so rad. Yeah, I like it when bands do that. I think they get, sometimes Us, they get... Um, Silent Planet just did that. I'm trying uh-huh. to think. Silverstein. Yeah, they, when they did the Redux. They redid a bunch of uh, the first. Yeah, they did a whole album. Uh, they did like the greatest hits on like all their earlier records that like the production quality suffered. They redid them and they sound amazing. Silverstein. Yeah. 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 Dude, yeah. discovering the waterfront is such a good song. Yeah, and, uh, and they I, actually I, put out a uh, a live record of them playing. Uh, I think this no is when broken is easily fixed, but they did like their live show. Playing that entire record, and it, it was probably so good. better than ever because yeah. he couldn't sing at all back then. Yeah, yeah. no, he has sounded. He great. has grown into his voice amazingly. The, the live mix on it is so good for a live mix; it's incredible. Um, Haste of Day, the uh, Attack of the Wolf King. Yeah, I would have loved to see them live during that. Oh, I I did get see them during that. Um, actually, that's when of, I was driving yeah, them around on yeah, tour for that, that one. tour. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. We got me that, and my buddy Ryan. Me and Jordan got the. You invited us to hang out, and me and Jordan were so stoked. Yeah, that we, was awesome. I remember just like eating Whataburger, and I was like, 
Huh. I th- were There's we at Mike. Whataburger or Sonic? It was, it was Whataburger. Okay. After the show, anyway, that night, we went to Whataburger, and I was like, huh, there's there's Mike, the bass player, and there's Steven. Dude, he was so cool, man. Dude, everybody Steve, from that band was so Did you know that so the next cool. time they came through and they played at uh, The Door, Steven Keach texted me, and he was like, hey, you're on the guest list if you want to come. Yeah. And I felt like such I a love... badass walking in front of everybody <laughs> standing outside in line, and I was like... I'm on the list. He left a testicle hanging out. You're just that. Ballsy. I was so scared. I was like, "Is this gonna work?" <laughs> yeah, dude. That refuse show. I got guest listed for that because the band I was uh, during was apparently we had the same booking agent, and I had no idea. That's cool. And then so that I definitely felt like a badass going into yeah, that show. Yeah, so awesome. Like they're like, "Yeah, we're on the refuse guest list." They're like, and people are like, "Who are you?" And then they look at my ID. And they're like, "Texas, why are you here?" You know, <laughs> dude, it's amazing. Old skillet. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, Alien I, I am, youth. I am so glad I saw Skillet back at that time. Did you? How was oh, it? I, saw, I want to see I, Alien youth had, in some giant mega church Baptist church stage <laughs> with some crazy lights production that they use to make people look like they're going to hell and stuff on other shows. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to see Alien Youth. Dude, it was... Uh, I I had... And this, this is so nerdy. But I back at that time, they were a band I was so into. Like, really, really into. They were my favorite band. I had a physical wrought iron skillet that I took to shows all the time. And I would have them did. sign it every time. And I had them sign that skillet at least six to seven times. I still have it. Um, like John Cooper is a big Batman fan. He like drew a big Batman symbol on the back of it. That's cool. But I saw What's it like getting into stuff this much guys. It's like, <laughs> like you with your things. I'm so jealous. Well, I, it, and, and it's, I, I'm almost ashamed of it now because of no, what it's the band fun, they are now. Man. But back to the time, man, like I saw them play like alien youth era. I saw them at six flags. And then when um, I remember the Collide tour was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Like still, like it that's was just sick. so good. I saw Emperor's New Groove in theaters eight times. That's probably the only thing I've ever done <laughs> was, in my life. I was gonna ask you what what's your thing. That's the only thing I've probably ever done in my life that I was obsessed about. I literally took every single one of my friends. I keep all I mean, my memories. It's his own memory. That no, it's it? his own that, thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you keep memories. You keep stickers. You keep all these different art pieces around the room. Bought that at a garage sale. You bought gr- stuff at a garage sale. <laughs> I buy. I used to. My parents had to ask me when i was living at home to stop bringing home furniture i would just stuff couches in my room and stuff i was like it was 25 bucks and my friend it's in the back of a truck and we pull up to my driveway and my dad's like stop it that's awesome <laughs> when i that's so when i got good. my first job you don't have many bills you know and so oh, oh, i'd yeah, go to half price bookstore and i'd go to goodwill hey uh quick question we're gonna dude for the record, I freaking just loved this conversation. Dude, oh, yeah. so good. I'm glad um, we have it documented. We're just to remember 10 years down the road. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're just about at time. But um, y'all think it's lame if I have like my groomsmen and close friends sign a drumhead for my oh, wedding? Oh, for sure. Do you think it's lame? <laughs> no. I don't want to learn a dance, though. I thought about this today. Because Lily's a dancer and YouTube videos exist. You thought that she was going to... I realized today there might be a chance that there's some funny spontaneous dance that everyone does, and I'm just gonna start praying against that. (laughs) (laughs) In the the name of Jesus, you mean like her and her bridesmaids type thing? That's fine if it's them. If it's too, all of us have to learn. Too late. It's too late now for you to learn this. This is something you do months in advance. So I will say the only version of that, even remotely, and. I, I'm going to help spearhead it. Zero commitment almost is when the bridal party is being announced on our way into the party. Yeah, that's they're going to say some names and y'all walk in, do something silly and then walk. I've had yeah. to do that before. I brought a book called from it's the art of manliness book and I just held it open and looked like I read it as I walked in. 
Yeah. That's, <laughs> what I, that's great. That's do great. And the girl next to me did her whole like, we're yeah. dancing and yeah. everyone's looking at us. Just do your thing like that. Okay. That, I'll, that, do, so I'll be no, more I excited. Think, I think uh, <laughs> a drum, I think that'd be cool. No, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I think it'd be cool. I thought it'd be fun yeah. to hang in my studio. Hell yeah. That'd be super dope. And I've, Have I've, you I've, seen I've, the records that Haley and I have in the front room? Oh. <laughs> I was looking at this one. For our wedding, we instead of a guest book, we had people sign a record. There were two records. Yeah. I've seen stuff like that. The only caveat for my wedding is all my groomsmen need to look like they're having fun because Michelle's like, is people going to have fun at our wedding? Are people going to dance? And I was like, I'll just tell my guys to make sure that at least you're looking like you're having fun. Yeah. You're having a good time. So I'll look, just, it's every time I don't look like I'm having fun, I'll just text, uh, I'll just text Michelle a picture of our bank account and she'll <laughs> understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. I'm kidding. That's I'm why kidding. you gotta live it up while you can. Yeah. No, I'm I mean, kidding. I'm kidding. I. So I would be. It'd be hard pressed not to have fun with like our crew. No, that whole yeah, thing yeah, sounds yeah, no, like. I, it, it, you know what it is? Have you ever seen Yumi and Dupree? Yes. You know the wedding they have at yeah. the beginning. It's yeah. like my only version of that I'm gonna have, and I'm yeah. so excited. No, I, I'm I'm stoked on it, and it it's it is a lot of money on yeah. all aspects. I don't know I, yet. So, I haven't looked, but so I'm excited for it. In my heart of hearts, I was kind of like, man, I just don't know if it's in the budget. Then I spent eight hundred and fifty fucking dollars <laughs> on like, <laughs> my <laughs> romance <laughs> tickets, and I was like, I don't have an excuse anymore. No excuse. <laughs> We're going to Cancun, babe. <laughs> I mean, right now, well, as long, if you are willing to fly, take a flight that may fall out of the sky, it's only like two hundred and fifty bucks round trip. Yeah, oh, we dear. got our we got our hotel and flights um, at the resort. It was like nine hundred per a person, but that included like. Three to four nights stay at our yeah. resort and flights there and back. Yeah, that's so, that's totally worth it for that. So, much. like in my heart of hearts, I want to so badly us all fly there and back on the same day, so we could be on the same plane. There could be that hype of like us strapping in I and absolute, Johnny. Going. I absolutely want to. I, I'm completely. I, down I, I mean, we I have been, our tickets booked. I can get, I, figure out the flight. And yeah, please, let us yeah. know the flight at least the day. Yeah, I mean, because obviously we, we got them way in advance, so I, they're not even close to being booked up. Right. Yeah. But like, still, right now, tickets are still the same price. They go up and down like twenty yeah. bucks. They 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 they're going down now. Do so we do we need passports? Lower. Yes. Um, because Cancun's yeah, yeah, technically like, I that is, I believe, I believe passports are obviously guarantee you getting it. I, there might be a way to get around it with just your ID, uh, but I'm you know. So what's yes. keeping Lily and I is. After the we get married in less than a month, we're gonna like do our passports, new driver's license, you know, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, you'll have time. Sense. I got my passport um, in in the mail not very long after. Dude, I, went. I did it same day. Yeah, was, you can put that Kairos Kairos tour. I had to go into like the uh, building downtown Dallas. Yeah. And like eight expedited to get expedited, but I got it in the same day. Not oh, that wow. I wish that on it costs a little. It doesn't cost that much extra. It was like to even sixty bucks. Here's yeah, how totally not big of a deal it. it was. I had to do it for Lisa these tour, and I did it. Like, okay, I went by myself. And you did it. I feel I, good. I went okay. in and I got my picture yeah. taken, and then it's there's ways. House. How expensive are passports? Not. Uh, is you're looking? I feel like it was at, like forty five bucks. Yeah, you're looking yeah. at about a hundred bucks tops. Okay, cool. Well, everyone, on that on that note. Do you know a place I can get the alignment of my car check while we're at it? <laughs> no, but seriously, I absolutely want to. I was, I haven't looked too deep into it, like what uh, lodging is going to look like or anything, because I was wanting to find out what everyone was doing. Yeah, we it's, doing. it's. I want to be at the same place as other people. Be, I will say, I it will be the most financially. It'll be the easiest for you if you do get it at the resort, because even the other places, 
around the area aren't really any cheaper at all. So it's just worth it to get it at the, yeah. the resort, and then you you'll be in the place where everything exists, so you don't have to go anywhere. Right. Like you don't yeah. have to like travel or anything. I'm just saying we need to text this into the group so I remember. Yep, we'll do. Thanks. Cool. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Hive Podcast. We really appreciate your patronage and the time you spent with us today. We talked about music. We talked about friendship. Talked and about with marriages. That, long live the brotherhood. Long live the hive. Chevy, bro.